Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, Menace is here and we're helping you navigate your sex, relationship, and everything in between questions. Topics include why sleep and sex will make you happier than money ever can, how to spot a jerk, know when to show them, know when to fold them, why are we stalking our exes on social media, and my top tips for oral sex. All this and more. Thanks for listening. The other day, my friends at Adam and Eve called to ask me if I wanted to give away free vibrators to my audience. I said no. I'm kidding. Of course I said yes, but only for a very limited time when you use code EMILY at adamandeve.com. They're going to send you a free pocket rocket with your order. Pocket rockets are great little vibrators. They're perfect for clitoral stimulation alone or with a partner. They're super easy to use and compact enough to stash anywhere. Oh, on top of the free pocket rocket, Adam and Eve will also chop 50% off the price of almost any single item and ship the whole order for free. To get in on this deal, just go to adamandeve.com and enter code EMILY at checkout. I suggest you do it before they realize just how many of you are out there. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. We have a wonderful website that you're going to love because our blogs have been killing it lately. So many interesting topics and subjects that you guys are just going to change your sex life and make you happier. That's what we do here, right, Menace? I'm here with right. Menace. It's a little reunion. I, uh, why is it a reunion? I, I know I haven't seen you in like six months. I know I haven't been around for quite a while. I've been uh, working on the uh, Woody Show morning show for... Um, like nonstop, we're on in four cities now. Congratulations! Thank you. That's amazing. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But very, very <laughs> important to me is something that I've been requesting for quite a while: is food in the studio. <sighs> and you have a bunch of snacks in front you of me, noticed? which I'm very excited about. I have cookies, chips, uh, bars. I I love it all. It's healthy, and you huh? said it's healthy too. Yeah, no, which dude, okay. Is, Incredible. Well, okay. So this is what happened. I know you always complain. I want snacks. You know yeah. how hangry I get when mm-hmm. I don't eat. And a sponsor who I'm obsessed mm-hmm. with, they contacted me, Thrive Market, and yeah. it's a delivery service that has all the brands that I buy anyway, but I used to buy them a lot a lot more expensive at like mm-hmm. Whole Foods. But it's like you save like 50% on some of these things and it's amazing snacks and they deliver them so everyone's happy. I love it. I love that you're happy. I've already eaten See? like eight cookies already. I did too. They're like yeah. they're like healthy Girl Scout cookies. They're amazing. So I love Thrive Market and their new mm-hmm. sponsor. So hello, Thrive. We love you. I'll tell you more about them later. But I need to talk to you about so many things. Yeah. What has been going on in your life? What's I mean, happening? there's a lot. I'm going to Maui tomorrow for a retreat. <laughs> oh, really? Mm-hmm. A retreat, mm-hmm. um, what like a spiritual retreat? Kind of, yeah. Are you serious? I really am. Are you gonna realign your chakras and? Yes. No. Day two, Come realign on. your chakras. I am. Are you gonna start wearing like copper bands and <laughs> what do you all mean? kinds of 
hocus pocus type of stuff crystals i did just go to santa oh, fe and i bought a bunch of crystals do you think that's wrong yes yes at the full moon you put them out and you do no. an intention for the month <laughs> are you serious yeah i'm totally serious i mean it's cool to go to hawaii and like hang out with people and have fun but okay I mean, so but it's really cool okay. we had a guest on the show because somebody know, starts talking about you talking about your ions and all of that kind of crap no, no, that's no. like it's more about <laughs> no it's part of its kundalini you break yoga. it down in science it's absolute bullshit well that's the thing about spirituality yeah. is that you can't prove it through yeah. science i mean and that's so I think the best part for the people that you give money to that they can't prove it well right but who needs it to what so what yeah. what if it makes you feel better no like like i said it's cool to go hang out with people and go to hawaii and all that kind of stuff i'm yeah. down with no, that it's cool it's cool it. I'll, i mean i'll tell you more about it when i get yeah. back i'm sort of on this retreat mission i've gone to on a few and mm-hmm. it's one of the guys was on my show john wineland and yeah. he was on a few i guess like a month ago and he was just amazing the way he spoke about masculine and feminine energy the way I explained to you, you're going to really mm-hmm. rise. But it was it was just very enlightening and it's kind of this track I'm going on and then I'm also doing some kundalini yoga. Yeah. Five days. Hawaii. I love it. So I'm leaving tomorrow. That's why I seem um, actually very calm right now, perhaps for me. That's super cool. Um, I mean, I know people are going to like bash me and say, oh, he's not open-minded, blah, blah, blah. No, it's not. I'm not open-minded, but I'm just saying like, I don't want people just to fall into things and just automatically believe every single thing that they hear like they should really research everything out before they put their whole lives into something yeah. you know that's well, all. you know me uh, you've known me for a long yeah, time yeah yeah no and you you, you try legit. all different types of things <laughs> i do i'm all on the journey types. i'm yeah, always yeah. and i think and that that's what i, I am a seeker yeah. yeah i'm a see i'm a star seeker and i always i'm always want to be challenging myself and learning new yeah. things for myself yeah. and then i get to share and with you the get listeners the i get the answer yeah. and then it changes and then you get to look for another answer no it just it just you grow and you learn Cool. So that'll be fun. We'll and find then, out what happens. Yeah, I'll keep you posted. Um, and then, yeah, you know, things have just been, I don't know, I had a great summer. I really did. I was sort of more introspective a lot of the time, and then I kind of have been opening up now. Like a whole, things are becoming more clear in my life. Really? Yeah, opening clarity. Up. I don't even know how to explain that. I'll explain more after Hawaii. Okay. With the crystals. How have you been? I've been great. Um, so the morning show that I'm on is now on in Albuquerque, and the people of Albuquerque are super cool. Um, we're on 104.1 The Edge okay. every single morning. And then we're on in Portland, which is awesome. That's great. People in Portland are, it's crazy because they get like, you know, people Portlandia and all that kind of stuff. No, super cool. Uh, yeah, we're on uh, 102. It's hard to keep track of all Can now. we put it all on our website, like during the show notes? Yeah, yeah. We just list that where yeah, you're at and they can find and you. Kind of and then you're the at Menace on all social media. Yeah, and all that kind of stuff. Because you've been around for a while. So people might be like, who? But uh, what I want to get into, yeah, all this thing's happening and then I travel, all this kind of stuff. But as I'm traveling and going to all these different events for all this stuff, I meet Sex with Emily listeners. Yeah, you said this and it's it keeps happening. Crazy. And I think I was trying to think where I was. You, keep, you meet more than I do because I, I guess I need to go well, out. Well, I'm out and about, you know. You're out of man about I'm town. out and about. Yeah. And uh, I'm what trying to What did they say, think, though? Did they say anything specific? No, but what was crazy is I believe... I was either in Las Vegas, obviously, since I always talk about Vegas, or I was at the L.A. County Fair. It's hard to hard to keep track. But I ran into this girl, and she's like, oh, you know, I listen to your morning show, but I also listen to the Sex of Emily show with my mom. <gasps> That's good. And I good. was like, what? With your mom? She's like, yeah, my mom's super into it. I'm into it. I love this. Let's I'm give like, her a shout out. I'm like, I'm on the Sex with Emily show once in a while, and I would never listen to it with my mom. <laughs> Most people would not. But that's, I know, that's but that's really, so cool that they have that kind of relationship. I love it. I mean, obviously, 
Yeah, I mean, not everybody does with their moms, but I, what I love is that when people listen mm. with their partners as well, which is something yeah. we've been hearing more and more because they're like, oh, I got my boyfriend on board or my boyfriend told me that, like when I, I've met some listeners recently and they're like, oh yeah, my boyfriend told me to listen or vice versa. And I think that for couples, because we, as we know that talking about sex is, can be super challenging if they just kind of like pop it a sex only podcast the next road trip. Yeah, we have an amazing sex. Really, the, really the next cool. place they land. That is cool. Say hi to the people. Yeah. So um, all the people that are listening, thank you so much. And I never be too shy because sometimes I'll get a tweet like, oh, I saw you, you know, here and there. I was too shy to say I hello. Hate, Don't never be shy. I hate that, too. But, I, I want people to say yeah, hi. I've gotten it, those tweets. It, but it's so random in like all like the places that I run into. Because you so stand out. like I'm sm- shorter, small. Like, no. I feel like I can hide more. You're more like have a, a face. Well, that's, that's what they say. I mean, well, the thing is, I wear the same thing every day. Alfani yeah. black shirts, which I have like 900 of them. Right. I wear this. I've had the same look for like 10 years. Yeah, so it's that's pretty true. easy to spot me. Right. And the glasses. And the glasses. You haven't so. changed up the glasses in a while, though, have uh-uh. you? No. So okay. I just, I kind of just stick with the same look. So it's, yeah, it's way easier. Yeah, I'm a chick. I got to change. I got to switch it up. Yeah. But okay. But still say hi if you see yeah. us out so there. So what's going world. on in your personal life? What is, other than. Uh, all the spiritual stuff where you wear uh, white robes and get dipped in water. You know what's funny? I was thinking about this. Do you remember on Misadvised, mm-hmm. we did this reality show many years yeah. ago, five years ago now? And my whole thing, do you remember when it opened? It was like everyone had, a, there was, was about three single dating experts to yeah. practice what we preach. And when you're watching it, they had an opening line for each woman. And mine was, Emily says yes to everything except monogamy. That was my mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And so the part that's been interesting is my big thing on the show was like, just say yes to everything. Say yep. yes to whatever comes your way. And, and I've often given that advice on the show to listeners who are like, I never meet anybody. I can't meet anyone. Mm-hmm. Say yes. And so what I realized is I've been going through just a really interesting summer. I think I've sort of been going through kind of like a transition. I don't even know how else to explain it more where I've been spending more time alone kind of thinking a lot and figuring stuff out and like whiteboarding at my house and like figuring out my next steps in life if you will yeah and then I realized god I'm not really do so I hadn't this is gonna get back to your personal thing I've met a few people but nothing that I was like crazy about and I thought well I'm not meeting anybody I kind of like to and I sure enough once again took my own advice I'm telling you guys it works that I would get some random like <laughs> invites from people that I liked enough but I was like oh, tonight it's going to stay home I'm tired and then I was like you know what I'm just going to go and I'm going to say yes. And I went out to parties or to events and things I wouldn't normally. And I'm like, I'll just go for a half hour. And sure enough, every time I've gone, it's been like epic. I've met incredible people. I've met some nice gentlemen. Yeah. Nice suitors. Nice suitors. And I realize it. And this kind of goes to holds true for everybody out there that it's like, you know, we've said this for years that people always think they live in the worst town to date and there's no single people. Uh-huh. I guarantee you that's not true. And I guarantee that once you just put yourself out there into the world and you're off your phone and you're not staring down looking up, you're actually like smiling and engaging with people, even if it's just like, you know, hi, or how's your night, whatever it is, you will meet people. And I think that we, we just don't make ourselves available with our body language, mm-hmm. with our energy, with our minds. So in my personal life, yeah, you know, I feel like they're just, I'm just men just yeah. coming down the chimney, flying around. It's great. But nothing specific to hone in on right now for you. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> Look at you. Sorry, I just... <laughs> what? I know, she just spit in my face. It's but, okay. But, but, but you were looking for so some, like, you were looking for, like, No, serious... just saying, hey, there's, like, some guy. And, no, there's not you know, one. There's several. He has a micro penis. How about this? There's several. <gasps> micro penis. I've got a good story, but you two go. Dude, there's this... Okay, so there's this new thing. We are just joking about it uh, this morning. With the new iPhone, uh, they have this measurement tool where it's like virtual, where you can set a dot and then let's say you want to measure a doorway, right? So you you pin a dot 
on one side and then you measure it to the other side. Okay. And then we're like, dude, every guy on the planet is going to pin a dot at the bottom of their penis to the top of the penis. And then it's going to tell you automatically how large your penis is. Okay. So that's going to be the new how tool. How do you that plant the dot? Is it like a digital dot? Yeah, it's a digital dot. So like with the screen, you touch touch oh. it with your finger and it'll put the dot. Every guy. Every guy on the planet is going to do that. Well, it's funny that you say that because mo- the average um, penis is yeah. size is the iPhone 6. Yeah. It's well, like, last time. Just, well, I don't know time. what the iPhone 7 well, is. Well, I'm just saying right? it's interesting because there's always something about the iPhone and the penis. Yeah. So um, that's going to be the new thing. When does that, watch. should I get that one? When does it come out? Well, the iOS just came out uh well, it's out now. Yeah. And then um, the 8. I'm waiting for the 10. Uh, I'm just going to wait for the but 10. But I need it. Well, because one. I'm going to buy the 8. And I got to measure like, your penis. I know. Okay. I'm just going to buy the 8. And I'm like, ah, I should have got the 10. But I, well, you don't, I know it's a thousand bucks. You don't have to pay all at once. You just add it to your bill if you want to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. To take and it then off the you bill. get the new iWatch. And you know what? I got a new iWatch because I, I lost mine in the desert. <laughs> I was at a Childish Gambino show, which is a. Uh, Donald Glover, he's the actor, but he's also a rapper. And uh, totally. so, so I, I lost it, but I just recently uh, got a new one and I absolutely love it because the activity app, you set your goals every day. So like the past 20 days, I've actually been back in the gym finally. Oh my God, really? So, and I feel like I have so much more energy and. That's so good. Yeah, that's so, actually, that's, I'm really happy for you. Yeah, I feel that. a lot better. Do you? Yeah. Just I the love last it. few days you went to the gym. Yep. So I, I highly recommending, I mean, at least getting an iWatch or getting something like that yeah. motivates you. Good. It's been a while day. since you've been on the gym track. Oh, And years. how much, it changes everything, right? It changes everything. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's Love great, it. honey. I think that's really important. In fact, we were talking about that earlier that for a lot of people who email us and are having problems with, you know, whatever, sex health, drive, sex drive, that, you got to move it around. You got to move your body. Stuff, you got to yeah. do it. That's good. Get the blood flow. Get the blood going. flow. Okay. Well, you seem... You seem fabulous. Thank you. It's great to see you. And we've got some sex in the news. All right, good. Tell me what's going on. Okay. I want to know. It's interesting. Sleep and sex will make you happier than money ever could. What, you disagree? I believe that. I do too. Because I've had money, lost mm-hmm. money. And it's true though. And I was thinking when I looked at this, I thought, and I do a lot of reading about being, you know, I read about business leaders, their, their daily routines, what makes them successful and health, you know, periodicals, whatever it is, I read the studies and what it all comes down to, whether you're in a spiritual realm or you're looking at the science behind health, there's three things. And it's always your diet exercise and sleep and and sleep is huge and i think right now there's been so much said about the importance of sleep and getting like six seven hours or whatever is right for you a new study has found the top indicators of happiness and money doesn't even hit the top five so they found out uh in order of biggest influence the top five factors that determined who was actually living well is your sleep quality Mm -hmm. your sex life job security health of relatives and chatting to neighbors so community, really? what do you think about that? Um, sleep quality is important. Sleep quality. You don't, yeah. I f- absolutely agree with that. Because you just, go to bed at like eight, right? Yeah, I go to bed at eight every night because I have to. Um, I wish I could stay up later. And then I wish, I wish I could get up at 10 a.m. every day, but I don't. You know, I get up at 2 a.m. It's overrated. No, it's amazing. I just recently. I um, get up at 2 a.m. I know you do that. I don't. I mean, it's an alarm clock. I don't want to. But I was just recently at a music festival called Kaboo in um, Del Mar, so by San Diego. And I was there for work, but I didn't really have any too many responsibilities. I just had to go and like take photos and stuff like that. So I was in this hotel and I could get up. This has like been a weekend where I haven't had a weekend in maybe a year where I could just get up anytime that I wanted. And I got to sleep in till like 10 or 11. It was the best thing 
in the world. That's epic. And then That's later, great. and then I get to stay up later, all that kind of <laughs> stuff. Like not having the responsibilities. Like, okay, so we go over the list again. It says sleep, sleep quality, quality, I agree. Sex life, I agree. Job security, yes. But here's the thing, Menace, is that I think it's interesting that number two, when people are having a quality sex life, that mm-hmm. when people are, ha- they always say, if you're in a relationship and sex isn't a problem, you're, you're pretty happy. But the second sex becomes a problem in the relationship, it takes up like 90% of your issues. I know that we're all really busy and we think we don't have time for any of these things. But when you make the time for sex, I can't tell you how many people, I was at another retreat, which I can't speak about yet last weekend with a bunch of women who are amazing. I'm getting my retreat on, mm-hmm. if you will. Sweet. Sorry to say that out loud. People no. don't say that retreat on i am yeah. though but they but the, a lot of them were just saying i understand that it's important but i'm exhausted i have no time i'm tired and then i said well you know what though but when you actually you know it's, it's important to you right like yeah i'm like but and when you do it do you ever regret it no you know so it's like trying to get change that mindset that yes you have no time we no one has time we're all busy but when you prioritize sex and you just say you know what i'm going to do it i'm not going to regret it like i say it's like going to the gym get the shoes on you get out the door you feel better yeah. just like you feel better going to gym having sex yes it's important. Now, the question is, uh, what do you think the number one thing is that people, they feel that they've gone to the well too many times? Is that why they, they just get bored of having sex with each other? Or oh, my what? God. Really? I think it's that's so... what your fear is. No. From knowing you forever. Like, I don't want to be with one person forever because oh, I probably it's just going to be boring. Oh, I probably used to say that. I probably did. You know what's so funny, Menace? We what? pulled up. This is good. And I'm going to get back to that. The other day, we were looking for clips, and I pulled up like the first show I ever did from like mm-hmm. 12 years ago. And it was, it was pretty interesting how different, and we could pull up some of those yeah. old free FM what we did on the radio, but yeah, I probably was like, I could never, that's probably how I started. I was like, I could never have sex with one person, but yeah. I honestly think that the biggest problem isn't that for some people it is sure. But for others is that they're just not, you know, if you don't prioritize your sex life, it's going to wane and it's always great at the beginning and people don't know how to talk about it because they didn't have to when it was great. And then over time, you know, you get busy yeah. with your life and it seems like more of an effort than not. And so they don't even try to have sex or improve their sex life or think about what even turns them on. So I think sometimes people are like, oh, if I just have sex, like I don't even want them to touch me because I don't know what I want. And so that's why we spend so much time on the show, like, you know, encouraging people to explore their bodies and what makes them feel good so they can really like explain that to a partner, do it with a partner. So we get that yeah. more emails than not. People are asking me, how do I spice up my relationship? It's malaise. I mean, it's life takes over. You say health is so important, but I think everybody should prioritize exercising and sleeping, but also sex. Like yeah. it's like if you don't have that and you're in a relationship, your relationship will die. And if you're telling yourself right now that, oh, it's not that important. We had enough great sex. We're done. No, it will not survive. Yeah. That's how you're feeling right now. And um, it's it's funny, will. like being in Vegas all the time and overhearing bros that are there for, you know, their bachelor parties. Like, oh, dude, I roll, I roll my eyes so hard every because it's like typical. You hear it all the time. Dude, you're gonna have one vagina for the rest of your life, bro. Like game over, blah blah. And I'm like, if you have that attitude, <laughs> of course, it's eventually never gonna work guys. out. Or you're no, gonna right. be like, you're gonna be bored out of your mind, you know? That happens. And then for some people, they're like, you know what? They might not. I mean, I think that's the only model we see is monogamy. Yeah. And that for many people, I think now especially they're just more open to, you know having alternative relationships that maybe just because the only model we see in the world is to be monogamous with one person which I think a lot of us really struggle with that and that Mm. there are not great models for people to see oh actually having an alternative relationship where we're still together we love each other and with other people can actually work we always hear about these alternative relationships I'd love to hear like next time I'm here I know it would take some research but I'd love to hear what is the actual percentage out there that are in these relationships that actually work oh my god it's more I'm telling you I know in like 
No, you're going to think in, in my circle. Our circle and all that kind of stuff. But let me tell you, but it's I changing. Love, I don't have the percent. Hey, I'm telling you. You don't have to be offended. <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Like, I would love to hear like a overall like mass survey on how. I know people who are really healthy. Altered, I, don't, I couldn't tell you the percentage. I absolutely believe that you know people. But, but, but I just know. I, I and love it's not like they're all like create. They're people that you know, too, yeah. that you would never. I believe. Trust I know, me. I know. That's why. You I, know I, people. I, I, that you would never think That's that they're actually open relationships. And, and I'm telling you, these people that I know, listen, relationships are hard. If you're in a monogamous relationship, you're in an open relationship, you're going to have struggles. Mm-hmm. Friendships are hard. You know, you're hard. You, you and I could have challenges in our life. But the thing that people who are in these open relationships is that they actually are talking about things in a really different way. They're really honest. They're like, you know what? I love you and I want to be with you as my primary partner, but I... I I think it'd be cool to sleep with somebody else and I'd like to try that. What do you think? And they talk about it and they think they could never talk about it. And when they do, many times they find, oh my God, my partner was open to it and they're receptive and they're they're honest. They're like, well, I'd be cool with if we just invited another woman in. You know, okay, well, let's do that. Mm-hmm. Or if we both sleep with separate people, but we don't talk about it. I mean, you get to make up your own rules. Whereas monogamy, you don't get to make up anything. And most people are stuck with this way of being that does not work for them. So to answer your question, who's happy, who's not, there's struggles. But I believe that people who have made it work in alternative relationships and practice a kind of a rigorous honesty that other people couldn't handle it. They think that they would never be able to be that truthful with their partner. When the truth is, I think that people realize, wow, I never thought I could say that. And we got so much closer. Even if it's not opening it up, up, but it's like, honey, mm-hmm. I've been wanting to, it could be try a sex toy. And they're like, I've been wanting to talk to him about this for 10 years and I thought I'd be upset. And they realize like, oh my God, our sex life, it could just be little things that you talk about with your yeah. partner that makes your life better. But I think money, people like to say that money is not a factor, right? right. I was just talking <laughs> to one of my coworkers and she was just saying like, I hate when people say that money doesn't bring happiness because she goes, literally, Money could f- probably fix 90% of my problems. Well, okay. If you look at it. There's you a know? Tr- no, you could pay someone. So anybody that says that, it's complete oh. bullshit. But all that stuff, uh, I would but say. They're, saying, they're not saying that money will make you happy. They're yeah. saying this is what ranks higher on people's yeah, yeah. list. On their personal list, I think actually number one should be health. Because if you don't have health, Everything. But health isn't even on it because health is, is such an umbrella term. So they're saying yeah. sleep quality, yeah. sex life. How's your sex life? Sex life's great. Okay. Love that. Job um, security. You have great job security. Health of close relatives. My relatives yeah. are, are, are close. And it's then great. chatting. But here's the thing. Chatting to neighbors, and this is the other thing that was missing from my life, yeah. is that community. So it's really about, since I moved from San Francisco, I hadn't really invested enough time like making mm-hmm. new friends. Because you know yeah. I had like a zillion friends there that I love, and they were like my chosen family, yeah. if you will. And so doing that here, and I think all these things really make you happy. So if you're stressing, and I'm going to say yeah. that if all these things are in your life and they're solid and making you happy, you probably mm-hmm. will make more money. Yeah. Just because you're able to, you're happier. When you're True. happier, I think you can generate. I don't talk to any of my neighbors. <laughs> well, it's not even neighbor. I think what they yeah. mean there is community. Yeah, I mean, like you all my friends, coworkers right? everywhere, my coworkers. The other thing I want to say. Tell me. Like, okay, absolutely, your friends and family health is great. But um, my friend Woody, he says the same thing. He goes, and then he says that his mom taught him this that all that stuff that we just listed does not matter. Unless you have health, you know, health should be your number one focus. It doesn't matter how much money you have or how much sex you're getting or how much sleep you're getting. If you don't have health, it doesn't mean shit. Yeah. Meaning like, no, if you're it's treating true. Your body or terribly, it's true though. You're dying. Like you can have all the money in the world. Look at Steve Jobs, you know, 
No, it's true. Money it's didn't save true. him. It's true. You know? But they're saying this is what determined their happiness. I mean, of course, health. My mom always said that too. Yeah. She said your mental health, your physical health, if you don't have that, you don't have anything. Yep. It's true. Um, that's true, but this is what people reported made them happy. So well, people everyone are full just of shit. Um, they aren't dude. Okay. Just want to look cool on surveys. What? Do you think people ever are super honest on surveys? Why would they lie about what's making them happy? Uh eight I mean, thousand people filled this out. And they're in in Great Britain. They're very oh, serious there. Okay. Um Okay. I mean, if it's Brent from Bryn, then I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. You know what? You know what we're going to do? We're going to yeah. talk to our sponsors because okay. I love them. Oh, okay. We're going to do it right now. Okay. I want to tell you more about Thrive Market. Yes, please. Because now we get into the details here right. because you don't know. All you know is that you're happy because I'm feeding you with delicious snacks. Finally. The most I'm food starving. that's ever been yeah. cumulatively in this office for 12 years, uh-huh. which is pretty epic. Okay. Here's how it works. You go to Thrive Market. You sign up and they have the best like every single like premium organic product that you've ever thought about or that you mm-hmm. like or that you, you've, you've bought at the stores, they have them at wholesale club prices. So like 50% off, like literally it's such a thrill when you look at that bag of kind, healthy grains and it's, it's like twice the price at Whole Foods. And then you're like, oh my God, I'm going to get it yeah. delivered and it'll be cheaper. So what you do is they have a great selection. There's no guesswork. Everything that you want is on their website. And we you know what I love? You can sort it. You can be like, oh, here's like non-GMO, organic, vegan, gluten-free, paleo. You can literally like sustainably farm. You can sort. Who has that like sorting? Sorting, <laughs> yeah. the filters of that. That's, but that's what I want. It saves me so much time. I don't have to read labels and then it just delivered to my door. And Perfect. it's amazing. And as an introduction, they're offering Sex with Emily listeners a free 30-day membership. You get $60 in free groceries and free shipping. And all you have to do is go to thrivemarket.com slash Emily and uh, $60 off on top of the 25 to 50%. You'll already be saving there. And it's thrivemarket.com slash Emily. And literally everyone I've told and who's used it now, they're like, oh my God, thank you. Because it's like, if you buy this kind of stuff, man, I don't know if you eat these foods, but like everyone I know does. Yeah. Like in my office and they're like, we have to do it because it just, I, it's almost like this revolutionary idea that like you can actually buy the things and not feel guilty about it that you actually want to eat and it's healthier. And I want this company to like go on forever and survive and they have a great mission. Because well, I know like just buying one of those bars individually oh, yeah. in the office would be as much as you got it for the whole bag. Exa- Dude. Yeah. Right. Yeah, how good that feels. Yeah. Yeah. I love That's it. Good. You should I check it out. It. You'd be happy. So I love them too. Okay, so we're going to go on to emails. Okay. Now, if, What's that website again one more time? Okay. It's, um, you do it. Check it out. Yes. Thrivemarket.com slash Emily. And right. I hope you guys, and you guys should just go try it out because I think you're going to be hooked. I think you're going to be lifers. So thank you. Emails. All right. Because you love emails. On? Okay. If you have a question you want me to answer on the show, that's amazing. Text me, ask Emily, one word to 797979. And when you text ask Emily to that number, you'll get a, a link. And then in that link, you open it up, you send an email. It's great. You can also go nice. to the website, sexwithemily.com, via the Ask Emily tab. And as always, include your gender, your age, where you live, and how you listen to the show. Hi, Emily. I'm seeking some advice and would love your perspective. My boyfriend and I have an amazing relationship. We bought a house together and have great plans for the future. We work really well as a team and enjoy adventuring life together. He is sexually more experienced than I am and is way more comfortable sexually. He's expressed a desire to take our sex game up a few notches. This is how I find your podcast. I like to do my homework. I've been putting in tons of effort 
I've been masturbating, and we even went to a sex club together and had a great time. With all the effort I've been putting into expanding my sexual knowledge and confidence, he recently said that our sex life doesn't excite him. He still sees sex as a chore. Oh, no. This breaks me down because I've been trying so hard. He told me he's made the decision to work through the boring sex to create a future with me. (laughs) On one hand, I'm reassured, but I also think this could be setting us up for disaster as the years go on. What are your thoughts? How can I continue to up my sex game and any tips for dirty talk? Perhaps that will help a bit. Thanks so much, Allison, 31, Oregon. Okay, Allison, this upset me. <laughs> this, when I you say s- a disaster, this is already a disaster if you mm-hmm. stay with him. I, you are doing nothing wrong. I love that you're going above and beyond for the relationship. I'm wiping some chocolate off your face. <laughs> this is the problem with yeah. the, the eat too much of the yeah. cookies. Okay, so... He's being emotionally abusive. He's like, thanks, babe, for trying all this stuff. That's cool. You're trying stuff, but I guess I'll just marry you anyway and endure the boring sex. Now, immediately, when I heard this, I thought, is this guy just playing mind games? Yeah, something he's like gaslighting. Yeah, yeah, to get her to try more, to get more crazy with him in bed. Possibly. like a power trip type thing. It might be. He's you got know? some kind of. He, maybe he's, he's not like kind. He's not being honest on like maybe the sex is really good, but this is like a, a power move that he's learned you know to ha- gain control. Of. I don't want to spend any time, any more time analyzing him, um, his psychological problems, because Allison, I'm, I'm going to be harsh here, and I'm not often super harsh. Is that all of this? Just it just made me cringe. And in, in my office, we all read it too because we put the show together and like, oh, this guy. I mean, seriously, this makes me so sad because you just sound you're you're so earnest. You really love him. I get it, and you're trying, and you're not exciting him. And guess what, sweetie? This is not about you. This is about him. And I don't care, you know. And you asked me for like, you know, dirty talk, which breaks my heart. You're like, what else could I do? Like a sex game, dirty talk? No, no, sweetie. This is about your partner. And he's not happy with himself. He's not happy with his life. This is actually a mirror, I think, unto him his own self. And he's thinking, well, I can blame Allison to make me happier because I'm not happy. Because even if you, let's just say he's, let's say the sex still is not up to his standards. The way he is talking to you is just disrespectful and, and emotionally abusive. And you know what, Allison, you're awesome. And I want you to know that it could be some kind of mind games he's playing. But what I what I want, Allison, is I don't want his words to stick with you as you carry it into your next relationship. Because a lot of times partners can be this abusive and we're just like, oh, I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. I'm not good in bed. And I guarantee you that none of this is true and it's about your guy. And I just feel very comfortable saying that. And Yeah, I believe like, something's going on with him. Definitely. Maybe you could let him know that or turn it back on him because I know I say these things. I'm not thinking you're going to break up with him tomorrow. But if you still love him and you want to work with it, I suggest some therapy or I suggest you getting really honest with him about what's going on. Because if you peel back the layers, I'm sure he's got some struggles of his own and this is not about you. Yeah. Because any guy would be psyched that you're even trying. Confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe his job's not going well because typically when men um, are more like, depressed or feeling unstable it's typically like when things just aren't going as well with that for them like financially or work-wise or i don't know what's going on but i don't think this is about you because the fact that you're even making the effort allison to try you should be rewarded for that and not constantly beaten down dear emily currently my love is incarcerated for the next six to nine months sweet she made a major mistake and is serving her time we've been together for about a year now and i've been faithful however this is the longest I've gone without sex in my adult life, and I'm starting to look elsewhere in my head. Is it cheating if I look for some release outside the relationship? Thank you, CJ34, 
West Virginia. I mean... CJ, come on, man. Uh, Well, she, he, I don't know. CJ could be either. CJ, yeah. Your partner is locked up for only six or nine months. That is not an insane amount of time. I can understand if it was like six, nine years. I don't know, though, dude. I mean, that's Come on. If, I mean, if this is somebody that you're loving, this, you know, this is somebody you're with, like, you can wait it out six or nine months before you start looking for somebody else to hook up with. That's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. Okay, but they've been together only, like, for a year total? How long has she a been year, gone now? A year, yeah. Okay. They've been together for a year, mm-hmm. and she's now incarcerated. Okay. But here's a tough thing. They can't have connection. They can't have phone sex. They can't do FaceTime, the whole thing. And you made a commitment to her that you were going to stay with her, you know, before she left for prison. And but I also think like you'd be allowed to change your oh. mind and talk to her. What? If listen, th- he's thirty four. They've been together a year. Who knows if it's like a year when she left, or now mm-hmm. it's a year and she's been gone for a few months. But I feel like if you really love her and you're like that would be against it. I think that it's yes, it is normal and healthy that you would be thinking about having sex with someone else. That's what probably any person would do, a man or a woman. I get that. And you obviously don't have to act on it. You can say this will pass. And I don't suggest that you do act on it without perhaps like letting her know. when you What, you think that's <laughs> yeah, wrong? Sure, she'll love it. No, she won't love it. But I'm saying that's like for a year they're together at 34, she's gone. I don't know. Like I feel, <laughs> see if it continues too. Like I don't know if she just left last week and uh-huh. you miss her or, you know, if you can just keep busy doing other things. But I think if you made the commitment not to cheat, you will feel bad if you do. But if- Things start to change and you Look, feel like you need to, what? If I'm with some, if I'm with a girl that's in prison for six or nine months, there's no way in hell that I'm going to go out and cheat on her or hook up with Did somebody you see else. Orange is the new black? Because that person is going to get out of jail. Right? Okay, I'm just saying and they've been together a few months. you got to deal with. They're going to hear about it. There's going to be so, like, unnecessary drama. Yes, you can be completely honest with them. You could be honest or you could just say, you know what, it's normal. I mean, because you're asking me. You can be honest with them and see how that goes, but definitely do not do it behind their back. Either way, I think uh, you should wait it out. I mean, that's my personal opinion. I mean, there's self-pleasure. You can go. Yeah, you can buy a flashlight. You can buy some prostate toys. Well, we don't know if it's a woman or if it's a woman or a guy. CJ could be. Oh, you're right. I see what you're saying. Okay. But I'm just saying, so yeah, you can go to sexemily.com and find something to take care of yourself That's so for true. six to nine months. Yeah, you could do you that know? too. You're right. I guess I feel like I don't know how strong the agreement was, if the, if the partner's really going to get out in the next six to nine months. You know, we don't know. But yes, it is cheating if you look for release outside the relationship without, because to answer your question, the question is, is it cheating? Yeah. It is cheating. Ooh, and then when your partner gets out, please have them email a good spread recipe for me. That'd be great. You know what spread is? No. It's, it's like a, it's a prison cuisine. No, <laughs> and I there's know. so many different kinds of combinations. Oh yeah, to good. It. Yeah. yeah, be in touch with Menace. Menace is your, is your yeah. Yes, Google spread. Okay. Prison spread. All right. Ready? Another email. Yes. Dear Emily, I'm a faithful listener for almost two years. I love you and the crew, including Menace and Anderson. My boyfriend and I have been together for three and a half years. We have a good relationship, healthy sex life, and our communication has gotten so much better over the years thanks to your show. I was sitting next to him the other day and he went to search something on Instagram. In the recent search history, I saw an ex-fling as well as another girl he went to high school with. This sucked to me and it may sound stupid, but my feelings were hurt. Should I care or be concerned here? I tried not to freak, but I did (laughs) say something. I trust him, but I just want your opinion here. Should I let this go? Need some advice from the pro? Love you. Thanks in advance. Shannon, 27, California. 
Shannon. Yeah, dude. Okay. I have an opinion as well. You do? <laughs> yeah. Of course you do. I think that this is what I think. Everyone's searching for stuff like looking up their exes on Instagram, on Facebook. That's, That's what, what people I was going to say. Every guy on the planet does the exact same thing. And, and if they it. say they don't, they are lying to you. But at the same time, who cares if they're not having communication with them or, you know, going off to a hotel and hooking up with them? Who cares? I'm sure they're curious. And I'm sure you've looked up an ex online. You're 27 years old. Yeah. I swear to God, there's no way in hell that you have never went online and looked up an ex. Right. It's We've just all done not it. possible. We do it. And you know what? It, exactly. We all do it. And you started out by saying, he's a great boyfriend. You guys mm-hmm. are doing well. You've never not trusted him up until now. And your relationship's gotten better because of the show. So if he had a history of cheating on you, if there's been other things and this was like the mm. last straw, then yes. But you're like, everyone does it. We search. Do you look at your exes still? Oh, yeah. Recently, I'm not like going out and searching for them or something, but maybe they'll like pop up as mutual friends or something like that. And then I'll, I'll like look to see what the hell they're doing right. these days. You know, most of them have kids. Yeah, so, no, exactly. Like, but you, right. But it's not like, right, exactly. Yeah. So they're I like, might just go. They've way moved on. Right. They, you know? It's not even that you want to be with them. It's yeah. almost like this reflexive, reactive, yeah. like, oh, I'm just going to look at who this person, you know, they're checking out my stuff and it doesn't mean I necessarily want to sleep with them or be with them. But if you're with someone and they're an ex, you had a connection, whatever it was, and you just kind of like, yeah. just like I'm looking at, you know, the New York Fashion Week or new sex toys coming uh-huh. out, I'll be like, how's my ex doing? Because I want to <laughs> bang them. It doesn't matter. I know. And okay. I mean, again, you even, like bringing that stuff up and having a communication, that's kind of like just bringing up unnecessary drama for no reason. Yeah, I agree. It's but just causing problems in your relationship for what? Well, I think for that it's what? good that you communicated it because it was really bothering her. Don't use this as a grounds to now distrust everything that he does because yeah. it just takes one thing and jealousy can be so insidious. I already know the answer and you already expressed it, but would you be bothered by this at all? If you're no, no, I was probably stalking his would, ex as well. <laughs> Whoever would I it is. be bothered by it? No, no. I know you're 27 years old. I and, wouldn't be bothered. You know, we yeah, no, it's fine. Know, we lived uh, longer lives than you have, so it's true. I mean, probably maybe if I was 27, maybe even at 27, I probably wouldn't even care. I don't think you had an ex by then. Then no, I did. <laughs> 27, yeah. I don't know. I think I was dating somebody. I, I've known you for so long. I you know. were like 23 when I met you. Uh, yeah, I had to be 23. Yep. I never thought that you were that young. That's a baby. Was I? 23? I don't know. 23, 24. 12 years. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay. Anyway. Great. Thanks, Shannon. It'll be okay, Shannon. It'll be okay. We got your back. Hi, Emily. I've been... This is our last email. I've been hookup buddies with this guy for a few weeks, and we've had sex several times. Recently, he sent me a text saying, we can keep having sex if you get better at giving me head. Mm -hmm. WTF. I don't think I'm great at giving a guy a blowjob, but to say something like that is so rude, especially over text. (laughs) I responded back with, maybe next time you can show me how you like it. Winky face. He said he's not into that and he doesn't want to hook up anymore. So much for mature conversation. I feel incredibly disrespected. However, I do want to be better at oral sex giving blowjob. Any simple tips you can share. Thank you, Megan. 25, Miami, Florida. Okay, first of all, why are there two incredibly like douchey guys that, in both these emails? Because I am telling you, mm-hmm. Megan, I'm going to say the same thing that I said earlier to Allison. <sighs> okay. I'm sure that your blowjob skills are fine. And even if they're challenged anyway, this guy is a jerk. He did you a favor by bailing out. Who sends a freaking text? Girls are already worried about that. What? No, I'm just thinking. I'm just like, okay, this is 
this these are obviously messages i mean the message like this is from somebody that you're casually hooking up with right, right. now i'm not shaming you but i mean like people have douche meters right like they can tell when a guy or a girl is douchey probably like within the first 10 minutes of meeting perhaps them, if right it's, if, and then you're just tuned fine-tuned douche meter maybe yeah you're just looking past that because you want to hook up with this person and then don't be surprised when you get a rude ass message like this about so you're saying she should have seen it coming yeah because like somebody that you talk with and you get to know you're gonna know if they're gonna send a message like this or not i'm sorry if you say that you don't but there's Absolutely, some strong indicators right. when getting to know okay. somebody that. But sometimes we're attracted to the guys. Yeah, who are that's kind what I'm saying. So you're looking past all that kind right. of stuff. Right. I so see. you shouldn't be shocked when you get a message like that. Right. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying, but yeah. a lot of times we just let lust take over mm-hmm. and we don't see it. But you're right. Yeah. That is true. That maybe Megan, you've dated guys like this before. That you're like, oh yeah, there tends to be a pattern here. You know, we often yeah. say like when women, women or men, your picker is broken. You mm-hmm. tend to keep picking the same kind of guys over and over again that don't work for you. So if you've dated another guy with similar behavior patterns, or maybe he's the it can only take mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Well, then the next guy you date, if just make sure that you know he doesn't have any of those indicators that he might be a jerk because. Well, Yeah, I was saying over the years, I mean, even with you, I mean, like, I can automatically tell somebody that you're dating is a douche, but then you're like, oh, no, he's super cool. And then, like, I don't know, six, seven months later, and like, oh, that guy was a douche. I'm like, couldn't you see that? I mean, this is like, you know, years and years ago, but I'm like, couldn't you see that within the first 10 minutes of meeting them that they're a douche? You know? No, I think think you were kind of blinded. Well, douche is such a, I mean, how do you, you think I was? Yeah. Never dated assholes. You think I did? You just—I just hate guys you didn't like. No, no, no. I don't hmm. think anyone's like. I'm dating this great douchebag. I can't wait for you to meet no, him. No, Let's no. get drinks together. No, but I—you just don't. I don't know. There's like I always feel like there's. This is like str- there's always strong indicators if somebody's a crappy person or not. Like I don't know. They just give off a vibe. I mean, maybe my like douche meter is yeah. really strong but or something. But for some women, I don't they know. might be attracted to a guy who seems comes off as really confident and cocky. Yeah. But then when the second he flips it and turns it on you. To get her into bed and to get her to give him a blowjob, he maybe he didn't have all of his douchiness out. He was hiding some of his. He was hiding. Guys are, who are like this, they know how to yeah. play the douche card and when to when to when he knows when to show them and when to fold them. True, but I mean it's like <laughs> no when to walk like, away. No when like, to run. When somebody is being a fake person, I don't know. Okay, I, yeah, some I I can tell like some. I'm not saying that this emailer is naive, but I guess yeah. There's a lot it's of people out there I that are saying. naive. Like there's there's a strong indicator now that you know you know pick up I mean in Miami I'm sure there's a bunch of douches there but learn from this situation and see like the next person that you you date has the same type of vibe and you're like okay you know what I'm out of here this right. is not <laughs> this is not gonna work true for me. okay so we'll do that so Megan you got that right that you did mm-hmm. nothing wrong here and here's your other question how do you get better at oral sex giving a blowjob first let me say this I'm sure that this guy said you're not great at it. We all, you know, can take a little work, you know, but you don't come out of the womb, you know, knowing how to give a great blowjob. I get it. It takes some experience. But just because he said this to you, I don't want you to feel him to deflate any confidence that you had thinking that you, you know, could get blowjobs. I don't want this to be a deterrent to you because sometimes it just takes one comment from a guy or a girl telling you that you're not great in bed for some reason and you can't get past it. Mm-hmm. So I don't want you to hold on to this, Megan. And, um, and I can give you tips about, I mean, I have, God knows I've given a lot of oral sex oh. tips. 
over time. And I'm going to give you probably some. Probably have a thousand episodes just on thousands. oral sex. Yeah. We have a blog, several blogs on the site you can check out, which is the one that just came out, which is a lesson in oral sex history. There's steak and blowjob tips for all. It's also on our website. And I'm trying to think if I could tell you that my number one tips off the top of my head would be enthusiasm like number one well i'll, I'll talk to menace here act too. like you love it act like you love it even fake it till you, you make it. and yeah. i think that you will but i think feel like once you even get into it like guys want to be like oh why why is she doing this she doesn't really want to be there so i think being into it being enthusiastic making sure that you're like licking it like it's the most delicious ice cream cone you ever had and you're it's like wet and you can use some lube if you need to we love joe lube mm-hmm. their flavored lube is great um you want to make sure you're applying enough pressure that's not too soft, yeah. too hard. You know, I think those are two main important. factors. Those are good. Enthusiasm and pressure. And wa- and and making yeah. sure it's wet. And um and also just check out our website for more tips. But really, Megan, I just want to focus on you, girl. You got this. You're, You're gonna be okay. This. You're gonna kill the blowjob game. Okay, and the and I mean, game. And that wasn't a blanket statement on Miami, by the way. All the guys in Miami. I'm sure there's some great ones there. Maybe I'm actually gonna yeah. go to Miami uh, at the end of the year, so cool. I'm excited. Check it out. Yeah, Miami's awesome. I used to go because you know Florida. I mean Michigan, Florida. Yeah, we do that thing. When I live That's back. your Hawaii. That's exactly. Back in the day. But now um, you're actually going to I'm Hawaii. Going to Hawaii. I can't wait. Aloha. Because Hawaii, I, I love Hawaii. It's so much fun. I know. It's amazing. I'm really uh, excited. Yeah. Thank you, Menace. Thank you for yep. being here. You're awesome. And um, thank you to my amazing team, Ken, Jamie, intern Shannon, producer Lark, and Michael there on sound, helping us out. And I love you all. Thanks to all my amazing listeners. And thanks for listening. Was it good for you? Email me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. I went over to my best girlfriend's house to cheer her up after a recent breakup. Of course, I bought her a care package that I thought would do the trick. And not to brag, but I nailed it. I hadn't seen her that excited since prom. See, I'm pretty gifted at gifting pleasure, but the combination of the magic wand rechargeable and a pint of ice cream had her this close to forgetting about her heartache. She had no idea that the magic wand was now unleashed from its cord. She couldn't believe it had four intensity levels, four new vibration patterns, the same mind-blowing power as the original, and can easily be used in any room of the house. And hey, she can even throw it in her bag on her next date, when she's ready, of course. And get this, I haven't heard from her since, so I think the two of them will be very happy together. But let's be honest, who wouldn't? The Magic Wand Rechargeable is the sure thing. To get yours, just go to magicwandemily.com or click the banner on my website today.